Welcome to 239 Uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond with your host, Tim Jurett. This podcast covers it all. Real talk on issues from real estate to real crime. Join the discussion on hot topics to politics. Don't get left behind. Be in the know about everything Southwest Florida and beyond. Welcome, welcome, welcome to 239 Uncensored Everything Southwest Florida and Beyond. And we have a great guest. He's been in, well, actually, I don't think he's been in the studio before with us, but we have Dr. Paul Hobeka, my doctor and good friend. Uh, Paul, what do you think about this studio? Well, first of all, thanks for having me back. This is gorgeous. The, the build out, the, the, everything's so awesome. It's going to make these podcasts. I guess better and easier for everyone, for you especially. It's really nice though. Yeah, I know. It's a lot of fun and it makes it a good place to come to work and we have a good time. And we do a little real estate in here as well. And we get the podcast room and then it's always available, you know, if you, you know, need it for for anything on your end. So it's it's there. But it's it's great to have you. And one of the reasons, you know, we talked last week and we talked again earlier this week, and we thought it was time to come on and discuss you know, some of this COVID-19 with the Delta variant and how that's impacted our community. Can you just give us a little rundown of where we're at right now and how things are looking? Yeah, I think so. I don't even know when the last time we were on before giving the updates, but you know, as you know, things really cooled down after vaccine distribution back in January, we saw this really precipitous drop in infection rates and in much of the, the country and, and globally was really feeling the the pressure released from the the previous year. However, there was some indication a month or two ago that there was a variant starting to spread this way. There's been several variants, but this one, particularly the Delta variant, was predicted to maybe be a problem here in the U.S. And it actually, and it has been, it's taken a strong foothold. Um, so the timing is really good, I think, to get some information out there and 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 maybe give some people some updated information. Um, this is a really uh, interesting characteristics that this variant has. Uh, it's uh, easy to to transmit, way easier than the previous versions, really? meaning that you you're apt to come in contact with somebody and and they're likely to spread it much easier than we saw before. It's it's not necessarily causing people to be sicker but there is some cases of, of that happening um, but the the bigger concern i think that that is first and forefront on the 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 items to be aware of is that it's spreading like wildfire within the unvaccinated community okay okay so let me run a couple scenarios by you just quick ones and you've probably seen them i've i've actually had covid i had it in october and i had the vaccine have you seen anybody that's been in that scenario had COVID and vaccine and has gotten this Delta variant? Cause obviously I'm a little bit nervous about that shit. <laughs> well, that's exactly what, what I want to make sure that is, is cleared up or, or at least the information's not necessarily out there, but we are seeing people that have been previously vaccinated. Okay. And previously infected getting it. Okay. Which is really concerning. It has some characteristic and I couldn't tell you what that is where it's, in essence, evading the vaccine firewall protection. Okay. Now, the estimates are it's like two people out of 100 that get vaccinated, supposedly is around the number. We, we think it may be a little bit more than that, but 
that's concerning. We, we, we really didn't see any infections once you were vaccinated. So we're definitely seeing, seeing some of that, even just the last week and 10 days. We didn't, two weeks ago, this wasn't a conversation we'd have. We had that quick, that quick, that just changed quick. yes. And if you look at the, the cases to give people examples, a month ago, we were at about 50,000 cases a day in the United States. We are at 150,000 a day right now and climbing rapidly. Wow. Now, let me ask you this. If, if people are getting infected and I know it's, it's not one case fits all, but what's the norm? Is it more dangerous? Is it taking people's lives or is it just similar? Yeah. Too soon to tell, but we know that, that if you get it and you've been vaccinated, we clearly know that your, your symptoms are much less and you are really strongly not going to end up in the hospital or, and not die of this that we know. So if we look at countries that have strong vaccination rates higher than the United States, they're seeing big outbreaks everywhere, especially out in Europe and the Netherlands. But the good news is the, the death rates are not climbing significantly. Uh, the, the vaccine is, is in some ways it's protective against preventing death and hospitalizations, but it's not a hundred percent, which we knew it wasn't preventing people from getting it right now. And this variant seems to be problematic. Yeah. That's, that's concerning. Now we all know that Florida, we've kind of opened the door. We've been pretty much open for a while. I just got back from New York. I was in Brooklyn and they kind of just released things and let things go about two or three weeks ago. So you're going in and seeing a lot of people moving around. Now we know in Florida, we've been pretty much wide open for, for a while, for the most part, I say wide open. We've been cautious, I think, but not compared to other States. How do you think this is going to change in the next couple of weeks? I know we got school coming up. We've got a lot of things going on and, and I'm sure people's minds are running. We don't want to go back to where we were when this thing first kicked up. You know, I mean, I know you're not, don't have the total vision, but what's, what's your thoughts on that? So, so I think if we, if we had a perfect scenario where more people were vaccinated, I'm not here to promote vaccines by the way, but if we had more, a higher percentage of vaccinated people, we probably would not see this spread like a wildfire right now. We just know that it, it, it wouldn't have available people to spread it to because there's still, I, I think we're only at 57 or 60% maybe vac fully vaccinated in the United States. I don't okay. think it's pretty close number and it's not really strong enough to give the herd immunity that everybody hears about. So to answer your question, I, I, I think, it's so like this is changing every 48, 72 hours where again, Monday, we didn't really have much of a concern locally. And I, we've seen it quite a few cases of vaccinated people now getting it that I wouldn't have, I, I wouldn't have, again, we wouldn't have had this conversation, but I believe we're going to be in for some continued proliferation in the next uh, two to four weeks until either it burns through people and they it infects them and they get over it. And we, develop more herd immunity or drift more toward herd immunity. Uh, it's so early to call. I mean, I think in a couple of weeks we'll come back on and we'll have a, a clear handle sooner than that, but I don't know. I'm, I'm a little nervous about this one. Okay. One other question. What are people, what are the symptoms? Are they pretty much the same? So they, or? no, that's changed. Okay. There are actually in some cases a little more like the common cold and flu. They're not earlier, Last year, you know, you would hear about 
losing your ability to smell and taste. It's to a large extent less than that. It's more of a cold, headache, chills, fever, but it doesn't have to involve very specific symptoms like the the uh, effect it had on your your sense of smell. Um, But it's not, from what I have seen, it's not, it's not automatically putting people in the hospital, but the sheer numbers as they go up, we're going to see a certain percentage of that end up needing hospitalization. And we have seen an increase in hospitalizations locally. I don't have those numbers because they're not, they haven't been really providing them lately, but I think they're going to start providing this community physicians with that info. Yeah. I've heard locally, there's some task force being started again. They kind of let it down and then they're, they're ramping it back up again. So I would say that probably is going to be the the future until this thing goes away again. Do you think there's going to be, this is a Delta variance. Is there variant? Is there going to be a Charlie one? Is there going to be a, I mean, how, how long, I, I guess, again, not asking you to predict the, you know, through a crystal ball, but is this going to keep going this way? Well, the experts will tell you that as long as it gets to transfer amongst the population, mostly the vulnerable, meaning unvaccinated, it will continue to have uh, air to breathe and it has the potential to continue to drift or mutate and, and create these variants. There's talk that there's a variant in another country, I can't remember exactly where, uh, and it's it's the, you know, they call it alpha, beta, delta. It's whatever's next in line. That's what they're calling it. So we're going to kind of keep in our antennas up for that one. But the answer to your question, yes, it can. It, again, it becomes somewhat controversial because I think if you ask me, how, how what's the way to really eradicate? What do the experts say? And it's really, we've got to get people vaccinated so it doesn't have fuel to continue burning and changing and altering its characteristics like yeah. it has. I mean, that's bottom line yeah no I, it's it's definitely concerning and and we do have school coming up and not to get in the whole mask issue but that's been a huge thing and then now vaccinations i i've heard of people family members refusing to talk to other family members because of the vaccination it's like me personally i'm like you know a little on the personal side it's like listen do do what you want to do if you want to get vaccinated get vaccinated if you don't want to get vaccinated but I never push my thoughts on other people, you know, and that's kind of frustrating when people do that. And I just, I just think that's, that's tough, you know, and, and it's, we're starting to see a little bit of divide with the face, uh, face mask and, you know, the vaccination and things like that. So it's, it's going to be tough. Yeah. I agree with you. It's very controversial. And the same way I, I believe that people, you know, really should consider the vaccination, but I certainly don't, promote it from uh, or, or really push anybody in that direction. It's got to be their personal decision, but it may be indeed be where we end up if we were right. to really kind of get, get over this thing. Cause that's not to blame unvaccinated people at all, but it it is part of the reason why this thing is still around and, and keeps lingering. And the numbers are just too low in terms of where we need to be to, to eradicate via vaccination or natural mm-hmm. infection. Now, Let's talk about prevention. I know the vaccinations there. We talk about the normal stuff. Wash your hands. You said this stuff is like freaking contagious as heck. It's that's a great. You're absolutely. That's exactly the right term. It's very contagious. Where before it was contagious, but to a less extent. For example, we track and we study these cases really individually. So where we were previously seeing people that might have some symptoms 
and be around others. We were not seeing that transmission unless there was something real specific about that interaction or, or contact. Now it's we're seeing cases where people truthfully are, are masked. They're in contact with somebody with minor symptoms for a short period of time and they're getting it. Oh, and, and two, three people in the room are getting it. So the spread is very easy now where it, it was really one of those things that we just didn't see it spread as easily as it is now. And, and then that's why it's, it's moving so quickly in some countries over in Europe, I was reading are doubling every two days, the numbers wow. really fast and really just happening now. Like this is why it's relevant. I think coming in and talking to the, to the audience here, it's happening so quickly every couple of days it's changing. Yeah. And then I know we're kind of going out on a limb here, but if you've been watching the Olympics, they're like on a day by day deal right now. And they're talking about like shutting that thing down. Uh, you know, you feel bad, obviously, for the people that have put the time and effort in it. But if you've got one person that walks into a locker room or jumps in the pool or, you know, not saying it can be spread that way, but around other people and the whole place gets, you know, contaminated and gets, you know, the variant, then we're, you know, we're, we're running into some problems with that. Sure. Oh, I, I think it's not going to take much, uh, couple of athletes and a couple of big exposures that way. And, and they may not have a choice Yeah, have to shut it down. Well, anything else to add? I mean, I, we love, we love having you on what we want to do. And we've been talking about it. We've been so busy, a lot of stuff going on. We have now the capability of going live and we can actually do, people can log in and on Facebook and, and on YouTube and ask questions. And we, we can, we can, we can screen them. So it's not going to be, we don't have to worry about it too much because we, we, you know, we have a lot of people out there that follow us and you never know what they're going to put up there for a question, but yeah. that's something we really want to do. And we, we really thank you for coming on. And this is a, a serious thing. Any type of information, if you could, if you could, please come back, call, even if it's a call in, we'd love to have you here. It's a little bit, a little bit more. We're not too far away sure. and get you on, but um, anything else to add that you want to maybe wrap up with? And no, I think if, if, there are people that are undecided about getting a vaccination or not, or what they can do to contribute to helping. If they're on the fence, I would say that they should consider getting the vaccine. It's not too late. Uh, otherwise, just we're gonna. There's gonna be a, a little bit of a push, I think, to wear masks in certain areas, and I don't know exactly what that means in terms of community or county-wise and what it mandates. But we may start to see some of that, and that's just a a response to this outbreak. I think the people have to do something uh, stay diligent. And, and, and I think the number one thing that we have seen is if people don't feel at all, well, it could be the most minor thing, you know, stop and, and call their medical provider. Cause that may be the, the first sign that they're infected and you don't want to have them continue to work and be exposed and say, Oh, I think it's allergies and keep working. And then they realize they, five days later that they've infected a number of other people. So, um, is it the same, same test, same test, same kit, test. everything. Okay. Yeah. They're just more available now. Yeah. They're, right. They're, readily available. Yeah. And then, so yeah, so if the, the symptoms, cold, like chills, things like that, those are the ones make sure to just get checked. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. so the, the, and, and I didn't say this earlier, it, especially if they're unvaccinated, you have to, really stop and recognize that they're the ones that are vulnerable or susceptible and that it may not be allergies that they want to protect their own families and friends. 
they want to stop and really say, should I get a test? And maybe this is allergies and we want to try to contain it somehow, but uh, it, it's, it's going to be challenging because it's, it's, it's moving much quicker than we've seen in the past. Okay. All right. And I, and I think for me personally, your conversation, this conversation is going to help because I will tell you, I feel a little bit like I'm invincible because I've had COVID. I did get the vaccine. So I'm running around like, Hey, you guys are all crazy. wearing masks. I'm running around. I just, I need to take the extra precautions, spend the time. Of course I wash my hands a lot, but double it, triple it, you know, whatever you got to do. And then again, being aware of, you know, not feeling well, don't be spreading it or stay away from people that are not feeling and good. get checked out. Yeah. Tim, let me tell you, you're, you're probably the one who would be very, very, it would be a surprise if you were to get it right now. We have not seen a previously infected vaccinated person uh, okay. get it. That would be tough to continue, you know, to have someone like yourself. I don't want to be the first. You don't want to be the first. No, and it's possible <laughs> in yeah. terms of science, it's possible, yeah. but, but it's pretty unlikely, at least we hope, but, yeah, um, we can get your antibodies and make sure you still have strong protection. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that go. next week. <laughs> I got it. I got it. All right. So yeah, two three nine uncensored. Thanks a lot, Doctor Hobeka. We really appreciate it. And please, please keep us posted on anything that comes out. We're having a great time here at the two three nine studios. We are. That's it. make sure to download and listen to us on apple spotify and google podcasts don't forget to like and share on social media this has been a studio 239 production